0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And
1: my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love for picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. So today on our favorites episode, we're going to be sharing our top 10 back-to-school books. And back-to-school typically has like a theme of acceptance, inclusion, self-confidence, kindness. So you're going to see a heavy theme in the books that we provide. If you would like to take a few notes about these books, you can print off the download we provided in the show notes. And also just wanted to mention that all of these books are readily available from your library. And we have Amazon links available in our show notes as well, if you would like to add them to your personal library. The books that we include in our favorite list are complete episodes, so they have a plan and actions in order to solve it. Ashley, why don't you get us started with our first book?
0: Yeah, so the first book we chose was Clark the Shark by Bruce Hale, and we are going to go into a deeper dive with this book on a this or that episode coming up. So just really quickly, Clark the Shark is... A great tie-in from if you're coming off of summer, because it's kind of still set in an ocean theme. It's a great back-to-school book. I would use it with lower elementary students or even preschool students. It does have some great vocabulary. The main character, Clark, he's just a little extra, and he loves (laughs) school, (laughs) and he just goes hard with everything, and it frustrates his classmates and the teacher. And so one day, the teacher uses a rhyme, and he you know, kind of clicks onto that rhyme. He's like, oh, well, I can use rhymes kind of to help remind him in different situations on how to have a little more self-control. And so it's a great book for character analysis. It's a great book for using text features, social, emotional issues, and specifically the sounds for obviously Clark. So the initial CL sound, the medial AR sound, SH for shark, and then that final K sound. So you see the word Shark, Clark, and Cool frequently throughout the um, story. So, and it's a great one for vocabulary too. But again, we are going to go into a little bit more on this one on a this or that episode coming up. The other book I wanted to share was I Walk With Vanessa by Kara Skok. Super sweet book. And it's a, it's a wordless book. So that can, it can sometimes be intimidating, but This one will really pull at your heartstrings. And I think especially if you have new students or students who feel left out, this one is going to be great for studying the illustrations and even coming up with your own storyline based on those illustrations. You will need to look at the characters' facial expressions and body language. It's fantastic for a kindness theme and social emotional topics such as, you know, including others because the little girl in the story is bullied after school. One day she feels left out. Another student notices this, sees her run to her house by herself. And when she goes home, you can just tell she's thinking about this situation all afternoon and all evening. It even shows a nighttime scene where one girl is up in her room and the other girl is at home in her room. And you can just feel the the sadness and the struggle from both girls' perspectives. And then the next day the friend walks with Vanessa to school and you see the kindness has a positive chain reaction. And other students, you know, start pairing up and joining hands and they're smiling. And it's just a great story to relate to how if you see someone who's being hurt or bullied or left out just a great it's just a great story on how to include everyone and just walking alongside someone and just being their friend you could do a really great parallel story with this especially if you know back to school season when there's probably newer students in your classroom and helping them come you know eat lunch or at recess those different types of situations so it is wordless, but I would use this with an early childhood or elementary age just because the based on the the picture, the images are more relatable to that age group. And then high frequency sounds for this book would be the V because the char- we do know the character's name is Vanessa based on the title of the book. And then N and S just simply because you can use the word Vanessa throughout the story because we do know the character's name is Vanessa. So it's a great multisyllabic word as well.
1: Don't shy away from wordless books. It, this is such a sweet wordless book. I walk with Vanessa and it's great. The illustrations really speak yeah. for the story. So it's a it's it's fantastic. Another story is Chrysanthemum by Kevin Henkes. And we have a book companion available on our TPT store. So that will be linked to in our show notes. But all of these books are sweet in some way, one way or another. But This is a great book. Chrysanthemum is the name of a little girl. She's about to start school for the first time. So early childhood elementary is where I would use this book for. But she's going to school for the first day. She's so excited. Her parents have really poured into her of how special she is because they picked Chrysanthemum. They wanted to make sure she had a perfect name because they just thought she was wonderful. So she had this self-confidence. She was so proud going to school. And then she gets picked on because her Mm -hmm. name is really long and it's unique. And all the other girls have very simple, familiar names. So she starts to lose her confidence. And you see that in the story Because she's named after a flower. She's named after a flower. And that is something that's really important in the story to really understand. Not only is the name unique, she's named after a flower. And there's a lot of imagery with her name and the personification of Chrysanthemum. So it'll say like Chrysanthemum wilted. And then the girls who are bullying her will say like, let's pick her as if they're picking a flower or let's smell her. And then she even has this dream, this nightmare of being picked, being a flower. So great, great figurative language there. The vocabulary is awesome. Again, the social emotional concepts of being bullied, but also self-confidence and self-esteem. So she does eventually, to ruin the story for you, but she does eventually (laughs) become super proud of her name and who she is. And it helps that a teacher also has a very popular teacher also has a unique name and was also named after a flower. So then all the girls who have very ordinary names want to have a flower name as well. So there's that. It's great. There's lots of grammar concepts you can work on such as adjectives or verbs, the character analysis, again, analyzing chrysanthemum, her confidence, and then how she felt with all of the bullying, and then her parents pouring into her, and then her teacher and her, the encounter with her teacher. This book also has great text features as well. Mm-hmm. Another book is First Day Jitters by Julie Danneberg. and it's hilarious and That's it funny. surprised me. And maybe it's yeah. because I didn't read read the summary, but um, it's a complete episode. So. There is a girl named Sarah, Sarah Hartwell. I I thought it was a girl and I thought her dad was trying to get her up for her first day of school. <laughs> but is actually Sarah Hartwell is Miss Hartwell cuz she a is teacher. a new teacher at the school and it's so funny. So elementary upper elementary But you don't know that
0: till the end. That's what's funny
1: about it. That's what's so funny. You have no clue. You just see her in her bed like oh, I don't want to go to school and then but i don't she's nervous she has those first aid jitters she doesn't know what the kids will think of her what the other i guess teachers will think of her then her husband just is, just encourages her no it's But time you think to it's the dad. Yes, you think it's the dad the whole time and then the principal escorts her to her classroom and so but then she's standing in front of the class and it's here's your new teacher right. so it's great and so that's a really great way to relate to students See, teachers get nervous too and their first day or if they're a new teacher, we we have those feelings. And so students can – you can use that for relating. You can also use it for a parallel story. So
0: it's it's great. And Some then, really great verbs in this too.
1: Yes, the, they're also great verbs. The book ends – with her being introduced and you re- realize it's the teacher. So it's also great if you want to talk about hypothetically what happens next because it doesn't, the story doesn't continue. So you can kind of infer. So great for addressing regular past tense verbs, character analysis, inferencing, predicting lots of great vocabulary. And then for the social emotional, the facial expressions and the body language because she's like a teenager, she's dragging her feet and slumped over, but also talking about the feeling of being nervous or taking the perspective of the husband and being a, an encourager and a supporter like you can do it. So that's first stage jitters.
0: So another book I wanted to share is Strictly No Elephants by Lisa Manchev. And we do also include this in our back to school book companion as well if you want to check those out. I've also shared a really good walkthrough on the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Instagram. There's a reel. If you scroll down, you can see all the pages on this. It is a great, complete episode. It isn't necessarily about school specifically, but I mean, every time I share the book or I see anyone else share the book, it's always related to school because it is about kindness and inclusion. So it's a perfect back-to-school, you know, theme that we all want to instill in our students. But Specifically, it's about a little boy and his pet elephant. And he's going to a pet club that day and he's taking his sweet little elephant and he gets there. And there's a sign on the door and you see everyone in the house with like all these little kids through the windows with their pets, like, you know, a dog and a cat and even like a fish got typical pets. And he's standing there with his elephant and there is a sign on the door that says strictly no elephants. And there's a girl peeking around the corner with her dog and she's like pointing angrily at the sign. And so he just walks away heartbroken. And the illustrations are really important at this point in the story because the illustrations turn really dark and kids need to understand that when illustrations turn dark, that is conveying a message of, you know, darkness and sadness. And so the only thing colored in the image is this little boy and his elephant. But then there's also, um, he's like walking down the sidewalk. I think it might even like be raining or something. It's just, it's a very depressing scene, but he sees a little girl sitting on a bench, a park bench. She's in color and she's sitting with a little black furry thing. And you realize it's a skunk. And so, He connects with her. He goes over and talks to her, and she wasn't allowed in either, even though it didn't say no skunks, but basically their pets were different than everyone's, and they were excluded. So they decided to start a club on their own and allow any pet, anyone, all things are welcome, and they put that sign on their clubhouse door. Everyone is welcome. And you start to see lots of kids come with very strange animals. You know, someone has, I think, like a possum and a giraffe and all sorts of creatures. And everyone is included. A narwhal. <laughs> right. So everyone is included. Even the girl who was yes. pointing at the sign,
1: she comes back with her dog. Yeah.
0: You see one with a penguin, but that original girl does come back. And so, but it's interesting because she's standing at the doorway and it's a great, Time to like think about what is this girl thinking? How are they going to react to her? So that is kind of left unsaid, but it's a great conversation point to discuss with your students. Definitely would use this with early childhood, early elementary students. Again, perfect to understand illustrations, perfect to discuss, you know, characters and how characters feel and taking their perspective. Obviously, social emotional connection in this book. But you could also work on the sounds L and then F for elephant and then the FR blend as well. This is just a really fantastic book on kindness and specifically inclusion that we should include everyone. And it's just a great message. So the next book I wanted to share about is kind of a similar theme. It's called The Invisible Boy by Trudy Ludwig. It is a beautiful book. We are also going to do a deep dive into this book as well in an upcoming episode. It is a fantastic book on kindness and then maybe excluding inclusion, bullying others. It is about a little boy named Brian. And for whatever reason, he feels invisible amongst his classmates. And a new character comes along. And it's just a, a really great evolution. This one, again. Is a fantastic book for an illustration study and understanding how illustrations are used. Because in this story, Brian, the main character, everything else is colored brightly and he is like black and white or grayscale. You know, he's kind of hand drawn, kind of not dirty, but he just visually is set apart and he feels different from everyone. But his color changes when he's included. And it's just fascinating to see how when you include people and you're kind to them, how it changes them internally. And you see that depicted in the story. I think it is a phenomenal book. I would use this with elementary age. I would use this with upper elementary age. It's a great complete episode again. So definitely use this. There's some vocabulary in this book. Really great for figurative language, because again, that invisible metaphor, how he feels invisible, even though he, you know, clearly those students can see him, but he feels that way. Great grammar concepts, some present tense and present progressive verbs, mental state verbs, action verbs, lots of adjectives, and some really great text features as well. So again, The Invisible Boy by Trudy Ludwig. We love this book and we will do a deep dive on it in an upcoming episode.
1: Yes. We love books so much. This That book is, <laughs> it's just awesome. And when she was talking about the illustrations, yes, his, he comes to life in a way, his color right. comes out, it changes it. will go away and then it'll come back. It's so yeah. great. We'll get into that next time or the time that we do with the deep dive. So the next book we're going to do is it's Turkey Goes to School by Wendy Silvano. So if you're familiar with Turkey Trouble, this is just a back to school book from the same author, same characters. So it's a very clever and punny book. So it's full of puns. It's it's
0: hilarious. And this one is great like if you're familiar with those turkey books and if your students are it's it's a familiar storyline which is a great opportunity to discuss with your students when storylines are the same.
1: Yes. And so you have this exact same characters and they'll know that turkey is silly and trying to do things that aren't ordinary for a turkey. So turkey trouble, it doesn't have as much vocabulary. It is punny, but it's not as wordy. But turkey goes to school. It's one of the books in this series that does actually have a good vocabulary. So we would use this with early childhood, elementary. Um, You really get that medial ER with turkey, lots of practice with that. All the books in this series say gobble, gobble a lot. So uh, that initial G sound and then the sounds for turkey. So that initial T or the medial K for those that are working on that higher level TK In the same word. Yeah, it's a great
0: opportunity for that fronting, backing. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So, and it's also great for sequencing. All of her books are, but the Mm -hmm. sequencing, problem solving. So, turkey really wants to go to school, but turkeys and farm animals in general don't go to school. And so, turkey's friends help him in his disguises in the attempt to go to school, but he always gets discovered. So, he always comes up with a clever costume, but it's not. Why he thinks that it's perfect, but it, but it's obvious that he's still turkey. So his problem solving that it's also great for linguistic verbs. So instead of saying said, 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 it changes it based on what turkey tries to do. And when he discovers, oh, gobble, gobble, like he, he wasn't successful in getting to go to school. Great with text features, the illustration study. So looking at his costume, of what he's trying to resemble, and then comparing and contrasting that. And then the alliterations, this book
0: has a lot of alliterations throughout. So that phonemic awareness. This is a great book. I mean, because some of the other books are on heavy on kindness and inclusion and friendship. This is just a funny book. So if you're looking for that, this is a great one.
1: Good point. It doesn't have a kindness theme. It's just a funny book. That's just a great. funny book, which is great. The next book is School's First Day of School by Adam Rex. And this is a great book. So it was newer to me whenever we were going through books to put out for book companions. It is one of our back to school book companions on the TPT store. But whenever we were trying to choose which books to do, we discovered this book and it's the illustrator is Christian Rob- Robinson and he is such a great, colorful, yeah. lively illustrator. So this book is great. The school, it's his, the school's first day of school. So the school was just built. The only person he encountered was the janitor and that was comfortable. And then all of a sudden the janitor told him that a bunch of kids are about to come into the building and he was freaking out. So it's a complete episode. Great for elementary. Again, another great perspective Instead, like first day jitters, this is from the school's perspective. So parallel, you could parallel those two stories, but also relate to the school. School's a little put off because the kids are messy or loud or, but then school observes the kids learning and how much fun they're having. And so the emotions change. So he conquers his fear of something new and then develops friendships like, he is going to miss the kids when they go away on the weekend and that friendship with the janitor. So great for character analysis as well. And then knowing your purpose, trying something new, and then you can get that SK blend a
0: lot throughout this story. I love that story. It's a, just a great for perspective taking. Okay. The next book that I wanted to share is Stand Tall, Molly Lou by Patty Lovell. There are several of the Molly Lou books. But in this story, Molly Lou is a cute little girl who, it doesn't take place in a school yet. The first half of the book is just getting to know Molly Lou and how she is unique. And she's very small. She has to have a ladder just to even get into her bed. She has really large buck front teeth. And then she has a really strange voice. And the first half of the book is showing off her uniqueness and that her grandmother always pours into her about how she can use those to her benefit. And so halfway through the book, she actually has to move and start in a new school. And it's very noticeable how different she is, but she uses each opportunity against a specific bully in the school who just will not let her alone. But she overcomes all of those and she she turns everything into something positive. So Stand Tall Molly Lou is great for a kindness book and, you know, being confident in your own self, even if you are different and changing others' views and perspective by being confident with your challenges or with your differences. So great for character analysis because the bully has character growth And Molly Lou is just very confident in her own skin. So it's a great opportunity to understand the illustrations. Some really fantastic vocabulary in this book. If you have students with vocabulary goals, obviously a social emotional connection book, but it is a great complete episode. If you are looking for the articulation for this book, I would strongly use it. If you are working on the L sound, because Molly, Lou and melon are frequently occurring. So high occurrence of that L sound. And then another book, the last book we wanted to share is the girl who never made mistakes by Mark Pett and Gary Rubenstein. This is a great book. It's not like a deeply social emotional book. It's not necessarily a funny book, but it's kind of somewhere in the middle for both of those attributes It's a great book for growth mindset because this character basically is known her whole life for never making a mistake. And you see some different circumstances where like she trips and is holding eggs and she actually even catches them all remarkably. And it's just almost become like her persona that she never makes mistakes. And she's even kind of famous in her town. Well, something happens and she does make a mistake in front of everyone at a talent show, or she's worried that she's going to make the mistake. And that kind of bothers her and is heavy on her heart. And then she does mess up and she handles it beautifully. It almost like gives her a sigh of relief. So it's a great book for growth mindset and, you know, understanding characters and how we all handle things differently. It's really great for vocabulary, social, emotional issues, being okay with making mistakes and dealing with that pressure to be perfect. If you are looking for some articulation, the main character's name is Beatrice. And so that TR blend and then the final S blend, you see the word mistakes frequently in the book. So that ST, that medial ST for mistakes would be an opportunity there. I would probably use this with elementary or even upper elementary because it does have some complex sentence structures and great for working on verb structures as well.
1: So that is our favorites episode for our back to school books. Again, everything that we mentioned, the resources are linked in our show notes Next time on our next episode, we will be doing our This or That episode comparing two back-to-school books. So we will be comparing Clark the Shark and David Goes to
0: School. So we hope to see you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today.
1: Click the description for this
0: episode on your listening app
1: or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes.
0: We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your
1: thoughts on what
0: you heard today. Please leave
1: us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.